Agudner of Shabbos. I'm going to talk today a little bit on the mitzvah of Bikurim. Really, Binakuda, an idea that I heard from Abzalman Nechem Yezechat Sadik Levroche, Bishem Yishver, Bishlem Yazalman. And it connects not only to Bikurim, but to Vidu Bikurim. And it's Yusayid Choshev Moid. We know that Bikurim is the crown mitzvah. The crown mitzvah of Mitzvah Zroim. We see that from many different standpoints. First of all, the Sifri, the beginning of the parasha, Rashi brings down, says, I say mitzvah zu. The Banisham tells us to do this mitzvah. That means from all the mitzvahs, from all the mitzvahs that we have in Eretz Yisrael, Bikurim is picked out. So many ask, how could it be? Bikurim is only noyeg la'acha Yerusha v'yeshiva. doesn't even start till after we're in Eretz Yisrael. We, we conquer Eretz Yisrael. We give out Eretz Yisrael. So you're talking about for 14 years it wasn't even shayich this mitzvah. So what's shayich to say that we should do this mitzvah? So obviously what Chazal mean is that the yesoid of this mitzvah we're going into Eretz Yisrael because of the, the yesoid of this mitzvah. So what's so yesoidistic about the mitzvah before? So we've always brought down the Inyaf on Akkor HaTreva that Bikurim really is Akkor HaTreva. Rashi says, Rashi brings out a Chazal, you should say that I'm not a Kofri Toiv. Cheney Kofri Toiv. Bikurim is... And we always use that to answer many kashas. Akkoros HaToiva, because when a person has Akkoros HaToiva, he's besimcha, besamachto. That's how we answer the Tosis Yomtas question, who asks, how could it be that normally we say that we make uniform, uniform policy. That's why every yid is buried with a with tachrichim. It's based on the sugyan made cotton. Because, believe it or not, you know, competition in, in clothing is not a new thing. Because in the time of Chazal, it says that the wealthy people were buried in fancy clothing. And Aniyim Nebuch, they couldn't afford it. And sometimes the family was so embarrassed that they can't bury the relative properly that they would be bereach, they would run away. It's hard, to, it's hard to imagine such a thing. They'd be bereach, they'd run away. So they were misakin that every Jew gets buried the same way. A pasha to Bax, a pasha to Tachrichim. So the Tais is Yom Tavares. By Bikurim we find Loizu Bulvad that there wasn't a uniform policy, but it says, It doesn't say what the basket was made out of. The Mishnah says in Bikurim that the Ashirim, the wealthy Jews, designer baskets, you can imagine the, the spitzy baskets, right? And Anim, they brought it mamish pibisali in the they brought mamish wood baskets. But vice the choice from Chazal, 
It's not just that this was, you know, this is how it evolved. That's the way it was misuk. I'll say you give in. Right? So Toysus Yom Tefrekt, ask the Toysus Yom Tef. Haytoga. It's mamish misnagit chazal. Well, chazal was misakin by, by, uh, by Misa. And Bashkofer Rishonah, you would think that a person is much more real when they're burying a mace. Haskoros Yemamis is always the, mo- the best awakening. Haskoros Yemamis, right? You remember the day of death, the Gemara in Bracha says that's the best Eitzah. If nothing else works, Haskoros Yemamis. I never have to, by a Leviah, tell people to stop cracking jokes. So if any, if even Bishas Mise, Chazal had to make a Takone, competition, so imagine Bishaya Simcha, celebratory occasion, imagine. So the Mahalach that I always gave to answer is that when a person is in a level of recognizing that everything he has from Kutshebrichu, then he's not, comp- he's not in a competitive mode. It could be, that's why by Bikurim it says, When you realize it's a matone, I once told somebody in my shul, he was nebuch, he was diagnosed with a serious illness, Baruch Hashem, he... He outlived whatever anybody thought he could live. And the guy was mamish at tzaddik. Tzaddik, tzaddik. But he was asking me, as I, he was such an oivet Hashem, how should he look at it? Meaning he wants to be even more thankful to HaKadosh How could he... He was always working on himself. So I told him, imagine a person is in the... person gets a heart attack, a massive heart attack, they get wheeled in. And the doctors give up hope and they say, it's over. You have another, you have another hour. It's all over. Anovi comes in he says, Rabid, how would you like to have another year with your mishpoche to be able to have Hashem? Another year of simchas, another year. <laughs> There's no end to that, what a person would do for that. No end. They would be so thankful. So it's a double muzer, right? You wheel two people into the emergency room. They're both in there. One guy, the doctor comes out, he goes, sorry, bad news for you. I got a bad diagnosis. You can't live more than a year. He's in the bed having tightness on her burnish oil, having tightness on his wife, having tightness on his kids, having tightness on his employer. He has tightness on everybody. Right? Right next to him is a guy who just got the same diagnosis. He could live only a year. And he's in his bed. They have the same diagnosis. The terror says, this guy looks at the next year as a gift, and he looks at the next year like a clover. That's the difference. It's the same year. It's the same year. They both have one year. Not that anybody knows how much they have. I'm saying, they have one year. Right? But, and they're both mamish in the same hospital. In the same, in the same, in the same ward. 
And this guy looks at the next year as a broche, and the next guy looks at the next year as a kofosachil. This guy looks at it, it's, it, it's a matana. The next year is a I just got a gift of a year. He's, he's celebrating. He's celebrating. The guy next to him looks at it. I'm being taken away in a year. I'm getting a curse. Now again, I can't tell this to anybody. This guy was excited. He said, hello. He told me this changed, this changed his whole mabat. Changed his whole focus. So, for and when you bring in Bikurim, and you're in a massive of, of that's, that's the state you're in. So everything is a, Mamela, Sally, and Sarah is also good. That was the explanation again. But I want to tell you, this you say that I heard from Abzalman Nechemia B'Shem Yishlam Abzalman. It also connected to a story. It was a famous story, you know, the whole idea that in the Litzvah Shevelt, in the non-Chassidah Shevelt, were much more makbar on Tachnan than in the Chassidah Shevelt. So by me, I, 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 it's rare that I say not to say Tachnan. If it's after Shkiyagrad, I hold not to say Tachnan, that that is a home of Uchla. But for your sites, we say Tachnan. Right? By the Chassidim, and if you end up all the Rebbe Shiyot, it's come out you. The Satma Rebbe, that's how the Rebbe of Yehlish didn't hold that way. He was, he held, you have to say Tachnan. You have Zogan Tachnan. So the Satma Rebbe was in his first time, I think it was Tafresh Tzadi Beis, he came to Eretz Yisrael. And he went into, there was a Shtibel, and they didn't say Tachnan. And after that, he said, what happened? They told him, He says, Ah, says, Hashem will give you all, all, the, all these clothes. Right? And this marker that's not written in the Torah. So, Chazal said, what is that marker? Zumisa Tzadikim. The Misa Tzaddik and Tzaddik dies. He says, I never knew. What, why, is, why is Misa Tzaddik in the death of a Tzaddik called Hamakash or Luxuvabata? He said, because this morning when the Baal, when the, when the Baal Tfila finished Chazor Sashat, Smoke Klap, Ta, Kaddish. That's Kenegal Alocha. That's Hamakash and Luxuvabata, Rizu Misa Tzaddik. The Rebbe of Yelish always had a good vote. That was his vote. But in Shari Chesed, so Rav Zalman Echemya told me that Rav Shlomo Zalman also, B'derech Klau, always said, you say Tachnan. Yorzeit said, Shlomo Zalman was a Yerushalmi, Yorzeit doesn't push off Tachnan. So Rav Zalman Echemya said, I still remember he sparkled when he said the story. Because the, the, cover, the cover that he had for every heat, he said, what happened with my father? He said he was in Shari Chesed. He didn't say which shul. It was one of the shuls in Shari Chesed. And there they didn't ask him a shayla. It was the Rizhenel. The Rizhenel is the outside. Rabbi Yisrael Mirujin. Right? The Chesedim say Rizhen. Right? I know whenever I say Rizhenel, the Chesedim come over me and say, Good morning, Shach. If you're a Litvak, don't say from him. If you're a Chesed, you have to say the Rizhenel. So, the Rizhenel is the outside. It's Gimu Chesed. So Shlomo Zalman was, was in the shul in Shari Chesed. And the Baal Tefillah already started 
Kaddish. Because of the yard sign. A bunch of people yelling at him to... 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 that he... to... Tachma! No, Tachma! The first day, a couple of guys go, nah, nah, yeah. But anyway, so they look at him, Shalom Zalman, Shalom Zalman says, no, no, no Tachma. Okay, that was... Subzalman and said a couple of days later, Yud Aleph Cheshv, the same shoe. They asked Rav Shlomo Zalman before davening, Yud Aleph Cheshv is the yard side of Rachel Imeinu. Rachel Imeinu. So as big as the original was, Rachel Imeinu was even bigger. Even the Chassidim would say, a lift sack for sure would say. Rachel Imeinu. So the guy comes over to Rav Shlomo Zalman, he says, L'choyr ha'rav sovel, no tachana. No tachana. He said, no, no, you have to say tachana. He says, lo katuv b'shulchan och. Shlom Zama says, doesn't say in shulchan och. So the guy says, yeah, but last week, the Baal Tfilah was the original. He said, no, no. Ha'rishonel niftar achar ha'shulchan och. The reason was Niftar after Shulchan Aruch. So there, it's not a chash why Shulchan Aruch didn't say, Ein Oymrim Tachnon Begimul Cheshvim. Because the reason it wasn't Niftar yet. Aval Rochel Imenu Kvar Niftara. Rashulchan Aruch, lo katuv. So Rav Zalman Nechemi is laughing. He said, so I went to my shvah. I said, no, Yilam Deinu Rabbi. That's not Pshat. It wasn't Pshat. So I'll tell you what he said, what Pshat was, but we'll get to the Pshat. Kach. That was the mice. We have two places where it says the mitzvah bikurim. It says the mitzvah bikurim in this week's parish. It says the mitzvah bikurim in parashas mishpot. Reishis bikuriyad moschot ovi beis hashem lekecho. But the, the ikka parashas bikurim is by us. Why is, why is the, why is this the, what's the big hill between parashas bikurim and parashas bikurim here? So Zalman Nechemi told me a murder the Gevort from Rav Shlomo Zalman. The Rav Shlomo Zalman said that the vidri of Bikurim is more than we think. And he gave a whole new pshat in the Anivus from Moshe Rabbeinu, on of Mohed Mikol Adam HaShah Pnei Adam. Yeah? Moshe Rabbeinu, the biggest on of. On of Mohed Mikol What was Anivus of Moshe Rabbeinu? What's, what's, what's Shaykh Anivus by Moshe Rabbeinu? Right? How could you be an honor in that matzah? So Rav Shlomo Zalman told Rav Zalman He said, you think HaKos HaToyv ends when you realize outcome from the Rabbani That's what a person thinks. HaKos HaToyv, you have to realize everything comes from Hashem. He says, that's not, that's not the end. Shlomo Zalman said, you could have that kind of a korsatoiv and still stink from Gaida. Even though the Pesach says, So the Pesach is mashma that Gaida is only Shaykh if you deny Hashem. You deny Hashem. Once you realize Hashem gave you something, you're not about Gaida. That's what's mashma. Shlomo Zalman told Rav Zalman Nechemi, it's not, it's not like that. He said, that's half a gaiva. Half a gaiva you get rid of when you realize everything comes from Hashem. He says, but then there's another half of the gaiva. The other half of the gaiva is, look what Hashem gave me. Wow. 
I must be something. Lemaise, right? Lemaise, ich bin plenty gamoni. Lemaise, Rebbeinu gave me ten million dollars, not my shoch. Lemaise, the Eibush gave me a kid who's a ganze knakia, not my shoch. I am. It's me. So you could still, you could, you could still remember Hashem, and you could still be a half a Balgaiva. Those are Shlomo Zalman. Shlomo Zalman said that Shpitzanimus is to realize that you're a Toseach Amenaslat Fiach. Hashem gave you Bracha, and it's not your Schus. It's for, it's, it's for others. It's from others. It's not your own Schus. And, and, the, and he brought down Psukim. Kiloi Bitsviyadato, Kiloi Bitsit Koscho. It's not enough to remember that Hashem gave you the land. So, Dr. Shlomo Zalman, that when you come to Mitzvah Bikurim, you have to remember, you have to remember that it's not, Eretz Yisrael is not just you. You have Zaydis and Elto Zaydis who went out to Mitzrayim. It's, they, they, they have a piece in your, in, in your Eretz Yisrael. Arami Yevidoni. You go back to Lovon and Yankif. Because when you made the Takodish Bochu, it's not enough you should say, Vayit Eilonu. you could still be a big Balgaiva. You could say Vayit Eilonu and still be a Balgaiva. In order, to, in order to, to, to really get the point, you have to be able to say, the gift that Hashem gave you is not in a bubble. You have Zaydis and Elta Zaydis and Elta Elta Zaydis. Rav Shlomo Zalman said that if, if you look at it like that, then you understand that your life is also to give you're part of a chain. The blush of a Rebbe, I had a miser with him. So I, ain't I row, I heard hundreds of stories of the blush of a Rebbe. But I could tell you myself I had a story. I had a roommate in Lakewood when I was in Lakewood. I was very young. The first time I went to Lakewood, I was 17 years old. And I, so I was the youngest guy in Lakewood then. And my roommate was from the oldest guys in Lakewood. It was a very funny room. Because I was, I'm not talking about learning, I'm just saying, Stam, I was ready to, I'm going to fly to the moon. And this guy was in the base of Kvars. Napsat, He was in the cemetery, you almost were able to say Kaddish on him. Almost, but not Baruch Hashem. There wasn't yet Yitzhiz Neshama. But to give you a little bit of an idea, there were days that he didn't leave the room. Not, not Pshati, he got up 11 o'clock, he got up 12 o'clock. He didn't leave the room. And he was, he was a good guy. He, he was a London, he knew how to, he just, he, he lost his, he was, he got probably dated who knows how many, many years, and he, and he was just finished. And he had no oomph. He just lost everything. So I remember like, like yesterday, I went to the basement, I came back to the room, and I remember him asking, he said, Schneid, is it snowing outside? He didn't, he didn't even go to the window to look outside. I, was, I told him what's doing outside. <laughs> I remember telling him, stay away from Cook. It's good for you. Look out the window. Anyway, I wanted to give him chizit. So one day I told him, the Blue Rebbe, he's known to be a oisipleus, his brachas are mekuyim. Take it to the Blue Rebbe. Let's go for a bracha. So we went to the Blue He went to Gone, but I took him to the Blue Rebbe. It's the first time I was by the Blue Took him to the Blue Rebbe. 
And I was talking because he, he, was, he was so, you know, so I was doing the talking mainly. And I was, you know, the Rebbe's on Gemma Bracha. Anyway, the Rebbe gives him a Bracha. He says, you know, you'll be a Chosn, Mitzvah Toch you're going to be a Chosn. Yitaka became a Chosn. But that's not such a Rebbe Shema. He became a Chosn. Then, as we're about to leave, so he, he says, do blight, star. He asked me to stay. The Rebbe asked me to stay. So, this friend of mine, this older friend of mine walks out. The blush of the Rebbe holds my hand like this and he starts crying. He says, present Do me a personal favor. And he becomes a chosen, let me know. He's a total stranger. This is a man who went through the Holocaust. He's seen bigger tzoros than an old Lakewood guy who once doesn't know if it's snowing outside. He's seen bigger tzoros in his life. It was mamish like I, I, I told him the biggest tzor in the world. So after that, I became to some degree a blue So as, as I mentioned. So you should know that the blue Rebbe was makar of a lot of Eden in the concentration camps. There's many stories with him. Unbelievable stories. A famous story I said a couple years ago, Hanukkah. That he was, he was in the camps and he lit in their Hanukkah and they all came to his lagel. He lit in their Hanukkah. He made a lahadlik. He made a shalsanism. He's about to make a shachion. He stopped. He turned around. And then he made a shachion. And afterwards he said, He says, but when I turned around and I saw all these hidden around the menorah, I could say shachion. So he was a makar of a lot of hidden. So when his lager in his, in his barrack in the concentration camp there was an engineer who was a koif, mamish a koifer, came from a from family. Mamish a koifer, like a geshmake, you know, litvisha, like a, you know, gansabal machshove. He was right next to the, so the Blushevel Rebbe worked on him day in and day out. And the guy went from calling him by his name to calling him Rabbi Shapiro. And then he called him Hakadosh. He called him the holy man. He was, this man, this man ended up also immigrating, and he was a blue Chassid at the end. It's much better to be a blue Chassid than a litfish kaifa. He's a blue Chassid. See, he said, this guy said over a story. He wrote the, the story down. He said the, the Nazis Yemach Shimon. Every every so often they would do like funny tricks for them. Rachman Lutzlan, vicious. So one of the things they did was they would have Jews dig holes, deep, wide holes. And they'll have you to do it for days. And after you finish digging a very wide, deep hole, they would, they would line all the Jews on one side of the hole, and they would tell them to jump over. And if you don't make it across, they shoot you. If you fall into the pit, they just shoot you in the pit. That's the... That's the game. Rahman al-Islam. That's the game. That's what they did. So, the Blue of Rebbe, and this guy, Binyamin the engineer, they're digging. Anyway, the engineer at this point already was Mahshiv the Blue Rebbe, at this point. He says, Rav Shapiro. 
He says, just go into the pit. Don't give the Nazis the pleasure of you jumping over the pit, trying, tripping, falling in, making a galachter from you. You're a holy man. Just go in. I don't, don't give them that pleasure. The Bolshev Rebbe looked at him and he said, we have a mitzvah to die, Kiddush Hashem, but until we die, we have a mitzvah to make every Yishtadlis to live. I'm going to put all my koiches to jump across. He says, he says Rav Shapiro, <laughs> he looked at him, he said, even I can't do it, but I don't care if I'll make a galechta, but from you they should make a galechta. Anyway, the Blush of Rebbe gave a good jump. Obviously, you know, he was in Brooklyn, so he did it. He made it to the other side. Right? The guy next to him also made it. The engineer also made it. The engineer looked at him, he says, Rabbeinu, how did you do that? He says, Nish He said, I hopped on my father's jacket. And my father had his father's jacket. It wasn't my schus. That's how I made it to the other side. And he looks at him and he goes, And you? How did you make it? You said you also weren't going to make it. He said, I was thinking, I'm holding on to your jacket. That's how I made it across. That's what Shlomo Zalman is saying, that of course Atoyv is not enough if you hold that it comes to you. Moshe Rabbeinu, the beginning of Ayikra, the Aleph Ziru, Chazal say, that Moshe Rabbeinu told Klal Yisrael, Divrei Kvushin. What was his Divrei Kvushin? Bishvilchem unedaber imi. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't just mocked that his koiches come from the Rabbani Shalala. He said, the Rabbani Shalala is not giving me those koiches because of me. He's giving me those koiches for you. He's giving me those koiches for you. And the Nehla, that's why I got my koiches. That is the Anibus. That is the Shaya Anobah. It wasn't just that Moshe knew Tumunas Hashem Yabit. He said, "Bishvilchem unedaber imi." It's not me. It's bishvilchem. That's mamish. What does Shlomo Zalman say? Shlomo Zalman is saying, "Mikra bikurim, vidu bikurim." The reason why you go through the whole history of Klal Yisrael, vayireis hanu hamitzrim, vayanunu, why do you go through it? Shlomo Zalman is saying, "It's the nish mind schus alein. It's not my own schus that I have Eretz Yisrael." It's all the tate on the tate's tate. It's not my schus alone. And if you if you look at it like that, then you're ready to give. The Mutzal Mayesh was a Talmud Muvik of the Chassam Sefer. The Mutzal Mayesh writes, he was a gone agoin in the Mutzal Mayesh. So those of you who learn Shlichas by me know I, I always say of a Mutzal Mayesh, the beginning of the Sugi of Shlichas. The Mutzal Mayesh says that I had a friend. When I learned by the Chassam Sefer, I had a friend. He said, this friend of mine, he doesn't say who he is, for good reason, why he doesn't say who he is. He says, he outsteigged me by a lot. He says, he's from the G'dayli Rabbanim. He doesn't write who he is. But he says, he was also a Talmud of the Chassam Seif. He says, one's man, the Chassam Seif, you have to understand, was the God Lador. Chassam Seif was the Choshevid. He was a God Lador. The God Lador, Gans Kaiso came to the Chassam Seif. The Chassam Seif in Preshburg also had a yeshiva. With hundreds and hundreds of Talmudim. Right? 
One Talmud, this is what the Mutzel Meyesh writes, one Talmud came back like two days late for this man. It was this Talmud. Who the Mutzel Meyesh says was even bigger than, much bigger than him. One of the G'daylam, one of the next days. He says the Chassam Seifa was crazy worried about this boy. When he wasn't there the first day of his man, Chassam Seifa Meshukayyani. He knew every single boy, and he knew if they didn't come the first day of his man. And he says, what happened with this boy? He said, this boy went home Ben Azmanim. He went home Ben Azmanim, and he had a neighbor who was a goy. Well, they were friendly. Nothing special, friendly. A goy. The goy was in college. In a secular college, a goyish college. And the goy was working on a mathematical problem that he couldn't figure out. So this Talmud, he went to him. He was a Talmudist. He learned, he learned in the high academy of, of, of learning. Maybe he'll, Anyway, two minutes he, he took care of his problem. The guy was mamish mispoil. The guy brought him another problem. Anyway, after his, his spiles grew so much, he said, I, do me a favor, before you go back to, 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 your, to your school, I want to introduce you to my professor. Anyway, he introduced him to his professor. Professor told him, listen, so why don't you stay by us? He says, you can, you, you'll have such benefit. You, I see you one day, you'll be a professor yourself. You have such koiches that one day you'll be able to be a professor. Anyway, the young guy, it was a struggle for him. He came home, he told his mother, you know, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, of going, of staying, at least for this, for one's man, for one, you know, one semester. You just see, just, you know. That was the delay. The delay of those two days was that delay. But what was the story? So the Mutzel Meish writes that this boy's mother was crying and crying to him. Begging him not to endanger his life to go to a complete Goyish environment. Completely leave the Chassam Seifer. She begged him. Anyway, what happened is, and this is not what happened, this is what You'll hear soon what happened. What happened is he decided to stay. And he stayed. And one month led into another month, led to another month. In one year, he mamished outside the whole university. They promoted him to the next level. He started giving classes and internships. He was, the professor was so misspoiled that the professor took him as an Adem. Shiksa. His mother was crying, look what happened to you, I told you, you're going to go. He married a shiksa. His father, his father from the tsar got a heart attack and died. And they had a kid, a shegetz. The shegetz grew up, became bar mitzvah. He invited his mother to come to the whatever shtickle bar mitzvah they're going to have for the shegetz. His mother didn't know what to do. Shane, it's her kid, she'll go anyway. Anyway, she went, the bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah boy stands up on his bar mitzvah, he's wearing a tzalem. The mother cries to the boy, look what happened, look what I told you. He ended up, 
you went to university, you ended up marrying a shiksa, you end up, your son, instead of wearing tefillin, he has a tzalem on his chest. Look what happened to you. He starts crying. But he's not giving up his life. Anyway, that the next morning, his bar mitzvah boy doesn't wake up, he's dead. Now there's an accusation that the father, the Jewish father, killed the son. A whole court case. Mamish, a whole court case. And they decided, those, those of you that learned some history from, from what was in the earlier days, to get a Jew killed for killing a guy wasn't very hard to arrange. They passed very quickly that the father, the Jewish father, killed the son. And they, they're hanging him. And his mother's standing there the day that they're hanging him. And she says, my entire kind, look what happened. Everything I told you. One thing led to the other. Led to the, look where you are now. You're being hung by the goyim. She said, we say Shema Yisrael. Now, he screamed with every ounce of koyches, Shema Yisrael Hashem. And then he woke up. The whole thing was a dream. The whole thing was a dream. He woke up, the next morning he went to Preshbuk. Packed his bags. He went to Preshbuk. But listen what the Muslim Ayesh writes. The boy came in. He came into Yeshiva. The Chassam Seifer grabbed him, hugged him, and kissed him, and took him into his office. And he told him his dream. Not exactly, but almost every part of the dream. He started told him, you know, what happened? You married a shikhs, and then they did. The boy looks at his Rebbe, he says, Rebbe, you always say, you know, no Chassam Seifer, there's no Chakodesh, no, no, no. I count the Litzak in that way. How did you know? He said, I want you to know, when you weren't here, I knew you have certain tendencies. When you didn't come back the first day, I knew something went wrong. And I davened that Shemayim should come to you in a dream, and they should show you what's going to be if you don't come back to Yeshiva. They should show you all the disasters that could happen to you. And I davened and davened and davened, and now you're here, I, I, I know what happened. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Makabal Mike Phyllis. The boy looked at his Rebbe, lovingly. He said, Rebbe, I'm just one boy here. Chassam <laughs> Seifer is the Rebbe from Gans Klal Yisrael. One boy came back late for this man. So Chassam Seifer looks at me and says, Do you think the Abish that gave me this position in my schus? It's in your schus. You're the reason why I'm the Chassam Seifer. I can't lose you. So when you weren't here, I was looking at myself and going, I have no tachlis here. I have no tachlis here. Chomishkin tachlis. So I look at every Talmud as my, my, my ticket to everything I have. It's not, it's not I'm so big, so how do I remember every Talmud? It's the opposite. I am who I am because of every Talmud that I have. You are my asset. That's the way the Chassam Seifer looked at every Talmud. It's because of you. 
If you look at a Talmud like that, you don't forget about the Talmud. If you look at the Talmud that way, you don't forget about the Talmud. The Talmud is, the Talmud is if, you have a bot, if you have a container of medication, that's your heart medicine, and that's your, and that's your blood pressure medicine, and that's your this medicine. And you know how many older people tell me, Rabbi, I live from these medications. You don't forget each pill. Each pill you don't forget, because these, these pills give you life. That's the mitzvah of Bikur. The mitzvah of Bikur is to be maker. We're not living in a bubble. The Ebishta gives us. Shlomizalman told Rizalman Nechemia, the Ebishta put me here in Shari Chesed, my job, Ichtav Zayn, the Shemer from Ayeder Yid. Ichtav Zayn, the Shemer of the Ruchnius from every Jew in Shari Chesed. And I have to be the Shemer on the Gashmius of every Yid. And if a Yid in Shari Chesed is embarrassed, Ichtav and protect him. I have to protect that Jew. He says, they read the Spartful already said Kaddish. You want to stop him in the middle of Kaddish and Mavaz and Barabim? If the Rizhina came in, we don't say Tachlin by the Rizhina. He said, Chami, he said, my father-in-law looked at every Jew in Shari Chesed as the reason for everything that he has. It's not Amr of Shlom It's not easy to be a Godel and be an Onav. He looked at Amr of Shlom Hashem gave me a mission. And because of that mission, I have what I have. And that's the way we have to look at life. We're not living in a bubble. The Eibishter, everything comes from the Rabbanishim. And everything the Eibishter gave us is for a tachlis, not for us. It's for a tachlis. It's for a tachlis. And, and if we look at life like that, then we live a real emistic life. Sigh for ourselves and sigh for others. That's why Bikurim is Agdoma told the mitzvahs. The mitzvah from Trumas, the mitzvah from Isis, the mitzvah from Stoker. Because Bikurim puts your mind in the right place. Bikurim puts your mind in the right place. That not only everything is a matana, but everything is not for you. It could be, that's why we find that Bikurim is the only mitzvah where even Balei Malacha have to stand up for the Mavie Bikurim. The Mishnah Paskins in Bikurim. That if you're in the middle of work, you don't get up. Not let it be Mavatul Malacha. If you're in the middle of work. But the Mishnah Paskins in Bikurim, that Mavie Bikurim, Oindim It could be because, the, the, again, the side of Mitzvah is Bikurim. And Sayyidah Bikurim tells, teaches you that you're not here for yourself. You're not here in the schus of yourself and you're not here for yourself. You're part of a chain and you're part of Klal Yisrael. Everything you have is a schus from Klal Yisrael. It's not your schus. Memele, when you realize everything you have is a schus from Klal Yisrael, you and Klal Yisrael are mechubim, memele, oimdim, oimdim mifneim. Oimdim mifneim. Could also be, just one last thing, by Hasana, you know, they get up for Chasana Kala. Grada, I don't do that generally. I don't have not do it, but I don't have to hear do it. There's a big question where the source is to get up for Chasana Kala. One thing is clear, to get up for Chasana Kala, not to get up for the Elta Zayda who's 100 years old, is, is, is a pelopline. The Elta Zayda walks down, everybody sits. He's L'chol HaDei, he's Roy, Nesei And the beautiful Chasana Kala walk by, or the flower girls, or the flower boys, or whatever, that's Tama Chuchut Lula. But to get up for Chasen Kale, 
doesn't really have a Mokka Kadman to get up for Chas and Kal. One of the Gdali Yisrael said it didn't even come from a Yiddish Mokka. But, some want to say we learn it out from the Mevi'e Bikurim. Some want to say we learn it out from Mevi'e Bikurim. The Mevi'e Bikurim oimdim oimdim bifnehim schavivim mitzvah b'shayte because you see some of the place can bring down that by b'smili you get a perubach anima schavivim mitzvah b'shayte but according, it could be according to what Shlom Zalman is saying it could be that there is a pshat here because one of the reasons why chosun doim elamelech why is chosun doim elamelech from all the mitzvahs chosun is doim elamelech what's pshat chosun is doim elamelech so there's a moritika radvaz Radvaz says in his time of mitzvahs that the reason why a chosun is like a king is because a king is lev on. A king is for the people. A king doesn't live for himself. He's a, the Rambam says a melech lev on. So the, the, the chosun, when he gets married, till he gets married, he's living for himself. The second he gets married, he's being oisik pekiyumay shaloylam. He's living for other people. He's not living for himself. So the gantz of mitzvah is being an adayat, right? Akadosh Baruch Hu was misakin in a person's ability to produce, to do for the world, to oif to for the world. Right? So when a person gets married, he's not just doing a mitzvah, he's doing a mitzvah with the haikara that he's not here for himself. It's doing it the mitzvah's because. Could be that's the, the, the tzad. Because otherwise, mechtei is a punktis mitzvah, is doing it to be good. So the zelbe, the zelbe you say. But again, I'm telling you, if you, if you go with this attitude, you live, a, you live a different life. You live a much fuller life and a much more productive life. Chavez. Huh? <laughs>